tire marks over his back legs, blood circulating the concrete, trauma to the head. Rovin was a jerk, but he didn't have to die. He left behind his hot wife, his acorn investment, and his home overlooking the lake. Maybe after my investigation, I'll pay her a visit, you know, for moral support. Okay, space lady, start the show. Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthlings, a show that will provoke, inspire, and alter your perception. Here's your host from a remote location south of the 49th parallel, York Campbell. Curious onlookers stopped and gasped. Cars swirled around the body. Chippy, the chief forensic scientist, held a bag of peanuts in one hand, cotton swab in the other. He took blood and hair samples, made eye contact, and gave me a ridiculous smile. Fourth time this week, Inspector. It doubled from last week. He sounded like a baseball commentator, giving the stats. Chippy had a morbid obsession. Most would look the other way. But he could stomach everything. He even went as far as sniffing the body from head to toe. How unorthodox. As the health and safety inspector, it was my job to keep the community safe. But citizens were dying under my watch. I measured from the side of the road to the body. Poor Chump was dead in the center, since he was not fast enough to sprint to the other side. Even in death, Rovin had that bad boy smug edged on his face as if the rules did not apply to him, as if he was a cut above the mortals in the forest. No one knows where he got his acorns and how this ignorant redneck struck it rich. Some say he cheated his way to the top by creating shell companies and funneling his acorns to other forest. But this is just hearsay. Nothing was proven. No charges laid. The mad dash policy, many call pray and run, had to change. With a 50-50 chance of not getting hit, was it worth the risk? But politicians defended the sacred cow. The mad dash approach was in the Constitution, signed and respected by our forefathers. Chippy scooped a handful of nuts and handed it to me. We both watched the cars, minivans and 18-wheelers crossing back and forth. Picking up the corpse was a no-go. Traffic was too intense. Also, he was stuck on the cement. 
sorry for being too graphic. If we wait long enough, a pickup truck will arrive. A man with a shovel will place Rovin's body in the back. In the past, we reached out to the foreign devils, told them plainly that they're encroaching on sovereign land. They didn't listen. It was almost like we were speaking gibberish. And we didn't grasp what they were saying as they continued to build roads. Trees older than your grandfolk was torn down. Rivers that once teemed with life was polluted. Many of us were forced out of our sacred lands as the machines rolled in and leveled every square foot. Timber! A week later, I returned to the same road, armed with an idea that may save us all. Instead of run and pray, aka mad dash, what about if I look right and left? It's crucial that you understand this point. Our beloved politicians are comprised of old fogies. They held on to the past like a delicate flower, even though I showed them the stats of the near-sighted policy and explained scientifically why my method is better. This right here is subject A. Uh, the vehicles are subject B, as, as you can see right, right on this graph. The Mad Dash policy encourages subject A to run as fast as you can without getting hit by subject B. My method went over their heads like advanced algebra. Are you proposing that we defy our constitution? It is the constitution and the traditions of our elders that makes us strong. Your ideas are, are dangerous and, and should not be tolerated in polite society. I respect our forefathers and the great constitution, but to simply follow the status quo will not preserve lives. The constitution was written before the machines. It was written in simpler times. Also, it's not a crystal ball. It wasn't designed to predict the foreign devils and their machines. They chattered among themselves, sort of like football players in a huddle thinking of their best line of attack. It could have gone either way. Some were in favor and others clung to their traditions. Chippy nudged me on the shoulder, whispered in my ear. Show them. It was a brilliant idea. The next day, the politicians, reporters, Rovin's hot wife, and the average citizens of the forest gathered at the edge of the road. Chippy looked nervous. He stuffed his face with peanuts and fidgeted like a basket case. Uh, don't worry. You can do this? 
His confidence wasn't reassuring. The crowd piped down. I looked left. I looked right. Waited until the coast was clear. I didn't dash. My body was relaxed. I crossed the road with all my parts intact. So there it is, my son. From that day forward, our constitution changed. Chipmunks now look both ways as humans stand amazed at our survival instincts. Eventually, my boy, we will take over the world. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. But remember, never trust a human. And never marry a squirrel. Pray and Run. Written and produced by yours truly, York Campbell. Well, we've come almost at the end of season two. Thank you so very much for listening to all of the episodes. If you haven't listened to season one, I strongly recommend it. You can always go to my website, poeticearthlings.com. Here's a preview of the season finale. It's just another bum lying down on the cold floor. His tin can collects the loose change from the sympathizers, garbage bags harnessed to a cart, all of his worldly possessions on display like a freak show on wheels. Just another victim of his own devices. He could not reach the brass ring, fell into a stupor of mediocrity, and was thrown out on the mean streets. Every day I see him outside my mansion, hunched over and licking his wounds. I'm sure his belly is growling for food and his tired body for shelter. I have no time to sympathize for this fellow. So the season finale is called Hell and Reconciliation. 
it's going to tie in hopefully everything that we've heard so far. I want to thank you once again, because you could be doing so many other things, listening, consuming so many things, but you decided to listen to this freak show on wheels. Watch your mouth. I appreciate it. Special thank you to my big brother, Elvis. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Remember to rate and review our show on Apple Podcast and other interstellar platforms.